Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, guys, I think this is episode 27. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you, but we're here. As always, joined by my beautiful grandma, Ruth Simons. Hey, Bubba. Yes. Hi, darling. Yes. <laughs> What's been happening this week? I'm so happy to be back. I've really missed doing this with you. And I had some such lovely, wonderful feedback on our show last week, on our podcast last week. It was really I know. lovely. I enjoyed particularly, it. <laughs> particularly um, some good feedback on you trying to demonstrate how to give head using your microphone. We might have to set up like a video series or something like – Ruth recommends and like different tips and tricks on how to have good sex. <laughs> oh, look, I have to admit, one, even one of my clients said he was almost laughing on the floor thinking of me demonstrating it with my microphone. <laughs> well, look, I'll tell you what, I yeah, experienced I, it yeah. firsthand and it was worth every second. You can learn a lot. I Look, I came from somewhere. Um but this week we thought we would have a bit of a chat about orgasms. It's one of obviously one of my favorite topics. It's a lot. Yes. There's a lot to cover when it comes to orgasms. And especially yeah. because I, I I actually had something happen to me this week which made me kind of a little bit more curious about the whole situation. So, yeah. I know that we've discussed this before, but basically I you know, in my experience, I've only ever been able to have an orgasm through penetration or having sex like I can definitely achieve it clitorally but I've never been able to like do it with a partner just like going ham on me on their own but I tell you what at age 31 I've had a sexual awakening this week and I had my first orgasm via fellatio wow are you impressed congratulations I am Thank impressed. you so much. I'm so <laughs> I, thrilled I to think, be here. Um, I'm even somewhat jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe? No, but after 31 years, I've never been able to have an orgasm from someone going down on me until now. Do you think our podcast had anything to do with that? No, I actually think it's because this guy literally just told me to like, like basically relax and like just let him do his thing. And really? I, I think just, yeah. So basically, like, I've been seeing this guy for a little bit and we, yeah. like, I, I, yeah, he's like a great guy and, um, he's quite dominating in the bedroom, which I kind of love because, um, we joke that I'm a boss in the streets and he's the boss mm. in the sheets because I'm such a, like, strong personality just in general, but it's like kind of like a ground rule that he, he's like the boss in the bedroom. In fact, the first time we hooked up, he was like, do you want a safe word? And I was like, nah, 
like acting so cool. And then midway, mm. I literally had to go like, safe word. I was like, literally <laughs> had to go. A girlfriend of mine told me I was such a rookie because she was like, when someone offers you a safe word, you take the safe word. So obviously, guys, if anyone's listening, if that happens to you, take the safe word. I thought it was so cool being like, nah, don't need it. Anyway. So what <laughs> so was the safe word? <laughs> safe word. I didn't, you didn't give me one because I was like, no, nah, I'm good. So I literally mid, mid bang was like, safe word. But honestly, it was just because I, <laughs> I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I mean, guys, come up with something a little bit more. I actually burst out laughing when I said it, and so did he. But, like, honestly, like, I think I um, I ended up – I don't I think he choked me so hard I had a bruised neck the next day. Um, that Basically. So he was going down on me the other night and was, like, very much, like well, – it felt – don't get me wrong, it feels great, but I've never been able just to, like, get there. And I've always been like, oh, don't worry about it. Just, like, get, let's just, like, get into sex. And he was like, no, 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 would you just let me just do this? And I swear to you, I was like, okay, fine. For the first time in my 31 years, I literally relaxed into it. Like, I've given it a red hot crack before, but I don't know whether this, like, limiting belief of thinking that I couldn't do it has stopped me in the past because I swear, as soon as I just relaxed into it and I was like, all right, I'm just going to, like, see how I go. And I swear to you, I gave him two tiny directions. Direction is key, ladies and gentlemen. I was yeah, coming within, like, like, 30 seconds. It was crazy. But which makes me wonder, is it possible that we limit ourselves just with, with our beliefs and our orgasms? Very much so. And also, the fact is that I, I do believe that we need to know our own bodies and that we mm. need to know what turns us on. And when you mm-hmm. said you gave him a couple of directions, that's the Two key directions. word. That's Literally. the key thing. It's called communication. You know, I talk about that all the time. Uh-huh. And that... that there are so many women who are waiting for some wonderful man on a white charger to come charging in and give them an orgasm and it never happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it never will happen until you know your own body and what what you need to do to create it. It isn't going to happen. So good literally, because I mm. – oh, thank you. I literally said to him, so I was like, like a little bit here. Well, I think I'm going to have to marry him now. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> – <laughs> when do I meet this guy? You know what I'm going to think of the first thing, the first time I meet him, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> what? Him going down on me? Yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what, though? Good for him, yes. though. Like, honestly, yeah. good yeah. for him. Because, mm. like, I've mm. had long-term relationships and I've had great sex in my, in my in past, but no one's been able to get me that comfortable, that mm. relaxed, and, like, just there. And honest, I thought it was going to be a one-time thing. No, I'm addicted to this guy's mouth. That's it. I'm stuck. That's good. Is he listening to our podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. He, you, you really are pumping up his ego. That's good. That's great. <laughs> I know. Well, so he should. It's, a, you know, good for him. Yeah. And, you know, mm. any guy that can make a girl come, good for you. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it made me wonder because I've, I've had friends in the past who – report that they have never and i mean never had an orgasm not mm. from masturbation not from sex not from a partner nothing yeah and i want to know and i wonder if this applies to men as well like is it possible that you ca- simply cannot have an orgasm yes unfortunately there there is a type of sexual dysfunction that we we call it 
and orgasm orgasmic and or an orgasmia it's when a person never ever has an orgasm despite adequate stimulation very few men suffer with this but a great percentage of women do they do what's a great orgasm. percentage something like, like four, four no four point six roughly four oh my god of so women have an orgasm not, in their yeah, whole life in in their whole lives that uh, is just they're, they're, so they can sad. be but there are a lot of women who lose um having orgasms through various situations in life and then and there are some people who ha- believe they've never had it but with the right treatment and understanding they can the, the thing is that the women that I talk to that uh, believe that they've never had an orgasm often report that men get very very upset by it uh, they feel like they're failures. Oh, they take it personally, yeah. They, they do. They're and su- Such sensitive and, souls. And they've, they've even, these women have been dropped by men simply because these guys turn around and say, I, I couldn't live the rest of my life with a woman who never has an orgasm. And talking about orgasms as well, men, there are men who uh, don't have orgasms through penetration, and, and that's called... Mm. Um, uh, delayed ejaculation um but so they get hard but they don't they don't come well they can they can come by masturbating themselves and there are men who actually don't have orgasms yes but a very small percentage compared to women Mm. um but um what the, the the research that's been done on it that most women who realize that they are uh suffering with anorgasmia soon learn to fake orgasms. They become really great at doing it because they realise that how it affects their partners. And mm. they fake they fake orgasms, you know, to make their partners feel good. But does sex still or feel, does sex or like stimulation or masturbation, does that still feel good to them? They might just not reach climax. Yeah, that, yeah it, they they actually can get very, very highly aroused. But never, it's like climbing a mountain, but never quite getting to the top. But I you'd literally live your life. You'd be living your life with blue balls or the equivalent. No, no, not really. Because if you just think about the most romantic, passionate uh, lovemaking that you've had with someone who you are really into, and you could make love with someone. I'm like me for hours. Last night, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, you can do it for hours. And it can be just uh, wonderful and the woman can enjoy it, reach a level of arousal. And when you think about it, when you do have that orgasm, mm-hmm. it's a, it, it can last about two seconds, three seconds or something like that. And sometimes it lasts like 30 seconds, like even oh, up to it, like 90 seconds. Well, let's let's talk about what the average woman has. Let's talk about 20 to 30 seconds. <laughs> um, and when you think about the climb to the mountain, that can mm. be far more um, romantic, passionate than the, than the actual orgasm. And some women never really have great mind blowing orgasms. And as yeah. as women as women get older, their orgasms actually uh, fade out a bit, and aren't nearly as strong as when they are younger. So, wait, so the intensity decreases as you yes. get older, and wow. definitely after definitely after menopause. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. How and, how much so? Like what percentage would you say it decreases by? Oh, varies in different women live. But I think I, I, I highly recommend women go on hormone replacement therapy with bioidentical uh, hormones. Um, Is that the same for men as well? Does their, does their orgasm change intensity as their age changes? Yeah, for some men it does. And they don't, they don't, they have, they, they ejaculate, but they don't have the orgasm. How have, sad for them. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but, but there, there are treatments that can actually help women have orgasms because if they actually believe that, they can't have it. I find I find out there's psychological reasons, like well, that's coming what I from think very because mm. yeah, because I thought I couldn't do it until I realised mm. I could, and now I'm doing it all the time. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, people who come from religious, very religious backgrounds, a lack of yeah. understanding about their own bodies. Yeah, and it, as I said, it's quite common in postmenopausal women, um, and and things like medications like blood pressure tablets mm. um antidepressants yeah, particularly ssri massive effect, massive mm. effect on, on a person's libido let alone their orgasms and yeah. and so um when women they've actually done research on women have faking their orgasms and and the percentage of women that fake their orgasms and they 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 do it just so that they can roll over and go to sleep if the guys want to do it for too long, um, or do it, or do it because they know they're not going to have an orgasm and they uh, just fake their orgasms because mm. they they don't want their men to feel bad and right yeah then have that effect on them. But there there is hope because I I go through a whole series of learning about the woman, teaching them about themselves, getting them to um, understand their bodies. There's, there's a book that I recommend to a lot of women because it's my favourite book for women who mm. lose their libido and also don't have orgasms and it's called um, uh, Reclaiming Your Sexual Self by Catherine Hall. I'm giving her a big plug because it is one of the best books. Really? Um, and she takes women through exercises in finding their own sexual self. And right. mast- masturbating plays a very big part in it. I was going to ask you, so yes. if someone yeah. someone my age or younger was yeah. going through this, you know, journey where they felt that they couldn't achieve climax and couldn't have an orgasm, what would mm. you recommend, like what steps would you recommend that they take to see if this is something that, that is maybe psychological rather than you know, anorgasmia. Well, well, first of all, I, I would find out what their background is all about, whether they've had yeah. any sex, sexual traumas, yeah. uh, what sort of messages they had about sex in their life, yeah. um, whether they suffered with anxiety or depression, what their ideas about their own body image is all about, what, yeah. what stress, even embarrassment, mm. um, what their relationship is all about and how committed they are to wanting to do everything they can to have an orgasm. And if they can't, if they actually become part of the percentage of women who never have it, to 
embrace the fact that they can really enjoy sex because a lot of women will tell you that they enjoy lovemaking and and get as more even more enjoyment out of lovemaking than they do out of the final moment where you do have an orgasm. So is that got to is that got to do with like our hormones and the fact that like actually actually here's a question for yes. you. Okay. If a woman sorry like sorry guys, I know this is very specific to women right now, but I'm very curious. <coughs> if a yes. woman has sex but doesn't achieve climax, does she still have the same release of oxytocin and what's the other one? The bonding hormone. Um dopamine does she have the same release of those hormones yes yes when you're even if she doesn't climax definitely yeah really well when you get turned on and and the arousal is there so and the bonding is there the minute you start kissing and you get turned on and you know you start lubricating when that happens you're releasing you're releasing oxytocin you're releasing dopamine you don't yeah. need to have an orgasm to have that um oxytocin bonding dopamine really? release yeah yeah okay speaking speaking of releasing without an orgasm is yeah. it how often would you say that someone like or a woman squirts without achieving climax um is I'm that something that happens sure often? That. But it happens. Oh, uh, but when you say squirt, I, uh, my belief like about female ejaculation. Squirting, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I believe that's an orgasm. Because well, okay. When are I you have... ta- talking about? Are you talking about squirting through the G spot? <laughs> okay. I have another story. Okay, because that is <laughs> that, okay. Kill me. Okay, you have, your father's going to kill you. Keep going, go on. <laughs> so with this same guy, just so everyone listening doesn't think I'm a hoeing around Sydney, same guy. Mm-hmm. We were fooling around on the living room floor and then moved it to the bedroom and did our thing. I then came out to like get a glass of water or something once everything was done in the bedroom and saw a massive wet patch on the carpet in the living room. And I was like, oh, my God, Lester, thinking it's my dog. <laughs> and the guy was like, no, 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 Liv, that was you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, pardon? And he goes, you squirted everywhere. I was like, pardon me? I've never done this before in my life. God, Olivia. <laughs> but I didn't have an orgasm, so something happened. Well, maybe maybe you had a gigantic dose of, because you were so turned on. We'll use your word. You might have squirted because of having like huge lubrication. Because you know how men have a pre cum. You know, do you yeah. know that? Well, yeah. it's probably it's probably the same thing. Probably it would probably thing. be the same thing. They have a pre cum before they yeah. ejaculate. And, and I've got might, to say, like, I hadn't, mm-hmm. I hadn't, like, been sexual with anyone in a while. I'd taken a break. So I was like, I don't yes. know if I had a lot of build-up or something, but yeah. I'm telling you what, I thought Lester mm-hmm. peed on the carpet. It was that bad. Okay. But it was I thought, I thought you meant, because a lot of women tell me that they squirt when they, when they have a G-spot orgasm. Yeah, because and, that's and, what and I thought it was too. And that's what happens. Yeah. 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 Mm. So I, I wasn't quite sure what you meant. No, I think it, it was just you getting very, very turned on being um, very aroused, <laughs> reaching a high level of arousal and just um, lubricating a lot 
which is uh, the same as we sa- love same this as for me. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's All a keeper, right, isn't he? Same. I've got to keep him around a while, don't I? <laughs> yeah, and, may- and maybe he thinks the same thing about you that you're a keeper as well, because let you know, you're every man's <laughs> dream, really. Oh, what, <laughs> <laughs> what can feel I good say? About themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, um, honestly, I find this all fascinating. I love talking about orgasms and you know that. Um, yes. anything else to do with, an- oh, wait, how do you, how does someone conquer anorgasmia? So you go look at their trauma and their background and see if there's anything attributing there. What can, mm. s- what are some steps that they can take themselves to try and battle it out or let's rub it out, let's say? <laughs> uh, I don't, I, I think people who suffer with anorgasmia really do, do need to go and get therapy. Um, yeah. You know, another thing that I did forget about is women can have it through um, trauma to their genitals um, and that can happen oh. through gynecological operations. It also can happen uh, through uh, births. What you do know, you mean? Wait, birth. can you hmm? can you expand on both of those? So, what kind of gynecological operations, and or, what do you mean, and what happens? Well, both? well, if if a, a woman has um, any any form of uh, procedure that she might need mm-hmm. around her genitals, maybe right. the procedure might affect. Because you know that horrible. Um, horrible uh, genital mutilation that happens. Uh, do you want make, c- do you want to explain what? Gen- do you want to explain well, what that is for anyone who well, doesn't know? It, it's a removal of part of the clitoris, and and even in some countries, there's all different levels of it where they actually mm. take the labia away and the, they 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 actually cut away everything. All your pleasure part, centers in your yes, yoni. Yes, but the interesting part, part about it is where some women, it certainly decreases their pleasure, but it still it doesn't always stop women from having orgasms and some pleasure. So, but when when you're giving birth to babies, sometimes you have to have episiectomies where the doctor has to cut you to let the baby come out and stitches. Which I only and I only learned about this like a couple of years ago, and it, yeah, honestly, yeah, women are amazing. And, I think we women are amazing too, and and if something happens during childbirth that affects that the part of the genitals that um, on the baby, and, and it also can psychologically affect the woman because if a woman mm. is not, if a woman thinks that her vagina looks like a mess, which most women do after they've had a baby, um, psychologically mm. they 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 actually don't get aroused and get turned on because they themselves don't like their own bodies but it's about learning to love your body again yeah it's, it's understanding that your body will go back to normal um yeah. and and so uh there there are various reasons so i don't believe that anyone can uh cure their own uh Anorgasmia. Yeah, and anorgasmia. Thank you. I lost the word for a minute. (laughs) They're they're anorgasmia themselves without either going to a gynecologist and talking to your doctor. And if the doctor says you really need to go and get some psychological help, you need to go and see a good sex therapist, Ruth Simons. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, and, I know a good one. (laughs) And then, and then 
I go through this whole uh, mm. ritual of finding out the background, the psychological, yeah. the relationship, what yeah. medications they're taking, and yeah. and yes, I, I, I and you know, teaching women about the use of vibrators, and mm. also getting them to read the book that I talk about and doing the exercises. Um, it all helps, and I think I've helped many women achieve orgasms. Yeah. I remember one woman ringing me up. She was so excited. I think she was in her 60s. And mm-hmm. she said, oh, my God, I had the first orgasm in my whole life. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm. It's never too late. No, never, never too late. No. No, I love that. I yeah. would say for anyone who's like, you know, going through like changes in their body and is like, you know, in their early 20s, late teens, whatever, and is feeling like they can't figure out their body, can't have an orgasm. I would literally get so in touch with your body that you know every inch of what's going on down there. Try different things, learn what feels good, different textures, different directions, speeds, vibrations, pressures, everything. I honestly, you could literally use anything to get yourself off. I would just say, just figure it out. Do like a, you like treat it as a bit of an experiment for yourself and just learn what feels good for you and keep going Mm. until you think that like, even when you think that you're not going to get there, just keep going because I mean, look at me, success story 101. <laughs> I don't think you've ever had problems having orgasms. I, don't think I have. I have. have I've, like, well, I feel like I was missing out on something, not being able to like have an orgasm or achieve climax from having someone go down on me. Because all like everyone talks about how amazing and wonderful it is and like all my mm. friends love it. Some of my girlfriends like even prefer it to sex. And I'm just like, am I missing out on something amazing here? Like I've always yeah. been very satisfied. But I feel like now I'm just like, what? Like, when can we go again? Well, sex crazed teenager again. All jokes aside, he really must be a lovely lover. This new man in your life, because there's a lot of women. A, they don't like anyone going down on you. We went through Mm. the subject last week. Yeah. And B, um, they get nothing out of it, and it's a little bit like penetrative sex to seventy percent of women who never achieve an orgasm through penetration. Yeah. So it's not like you were the only person of a minority group, a majority group, because the majority of women don't have orgasms through penetration and through oral sex. So so you were were part of the majority, not the minority group, really. Not anymore. Not anymore. I've got to say, just to anyone out there who thinks that they can't have an orgasm a certain way, yes, you can. (laughs) Yeah, and again, I I, I still, there's so many, you know, there are people who uh, advertise that, you know, go and, people who call themselves tantric masters and things like that, that women go to to see if they can get them off and and, uh, other people who think they've, that you know, women have don't know how to press the right buttons. Some of these guys so and women, <laughs> whatever they do, it can work for some people. But I do believe that the exercises in the book that I just told you about are great, mm-hmm. and it it makes and helps. So, what are the women. exercises? Can you give us a brief rundown? Well, at first, the whole thing is the book starts off by talking about the reasons why women lose their libido or don't feel sexual, all the many reasons, which 
I'm, I'm a great believer in knowledge is power. That's what I do most of my day, giving sex education to my clients because I do believe knowledge is power. Agree. And then when when it gets to the stage where the woman feels comfortable wanting now to to get in touch with their bodies and start experimenting, yeah. there's, there's a whole section on how to masturbate. And oh the, my god! What what a I, woman needs to do for masturbation, and I think that plays I a love really big that. Part. Yeah, no, it's a great book, really great book. I, mm. I think you need to woo yourself. I reckon that's a big part of masturbating. Like, and I feel like if you're this, just starting yeah. out, it's a ritual. Go and do yeah. something nice for yourself. Light a candle, have a bath. You don't, or even just like rub nice lotion on your body and like get into that. Drop into your feminine. Treat yourself. Take yourself on a fucking sexual journey. And love that's that. it. Well, it sounds like you've read the book because that's exactly what she should see. She, <laughs> she suggests, like she says, set your room. Get first of all, tell your partner that this is. Don't don't let your partner think that you're not having sex with him. You you're doing uh-huh. this because you or her because you want to just go off and like enjoy exclude yourself. Exclude them. It's yes. about you. It's, it's self love. It, no, and it, but it's about. Being able to have a, if you have a better relationship with yourself, you'll have a better relationship with your partner, male or female. Couldn't so, agree more. And the thing is, is that in, in this, and uh, Catherine Hall does suggest that you set the scene, beautiful music, candles, you know, lovely ar- aromatic uh, things in the room, beautiful lingerie. You know, um, make sure Honestly, the kids wearing, are in wearing bed. lingerie mm. or wearing something sexy for yourself is the most liberating thing you can do. I can't tell you I how agree. many times I've walked around my apartment just in lingerie for myself. Yeah, it is the most amazing thing. And I swear to yeah. you, my poor neighbors. Have you heard that saying that if you don't have a naked neighbor, you're the naked neighbor? One hundred percent. That's me. <laughs> I have. I feel so bad for them because I'm literally wandering around at all hours even just during the middle of the day just doing whatever i'm doing in laundry because it feels so good yeah i've heard about you your neighbor actually sells tickets he makes a fortune <laughs> <laughs> you would actually find I've, me on I've, I've, heard, I've heard about you <laughs> link in my bio oh my god that is so funny <laughs> maybe that's a new business idea for me <laughs> Anyway, oh my god! Well, I, I think that's a perfect place to leave it. So considering I've got a show to put on in five minutes for the neighbour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my uh, anything else you want to add on orgasms before we go? Squirting? Anything? I don't think so no, that that if women are anorgasmic, for the majority of women, they can find a cure when we find out what the cause is. Yeah, but for four percent, roughly four percent, they might never have an orgasm. But that does not mean that they still can't enjoy sex. They can enjoy being aroused, yeah. you know, having the passion, enjoying uh, the intimacy. It doesn't mean to say that their life they've given up their life because they can't have an orgasm. So, so there's light at a, the end of the tunnel. I do. Now, do you have a question for me that you said a uh, one of your one of our our people last week wrote in to, to you. Yeah, girl. but I think that it's a subject in itself, so we may we might cover it next week. All right, Jane. We can do that. All right. 
Mm. We can do that. As, as always, we got carried away talking about orgasms, Orgasm. cunnilingus, and squirting, Your which favorite, I think might be the name of this subject. episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Thanks so much, guys. As always, please um, leave us a review. We love hearing what you think about the podcast. And please share us with your friends and family and anyone else who needs a laugh or needs to learn something. Lol. Um, You can find us on our Facebook group. It's called Sex With My Grandma Podcast. And um, see you next week, Queens. See you, Bob. Bye, darling. Have a good week. (laughs) Bye. Bye, darling. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.